They are called topicals, lotions, and potions that you rub on the exterior of your skin with the idea that the proper combination of ingredients and your inflammation and pain will disappear. Now throw in some THC or hemp or CBD, some of the 100 buzzwords around the new medical cannabis industry. You've got a lot of products to choose from. Alex Brandon from Ralph's Organic Garden in studio on the next episode of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Once again, brought to you by Vape Daddies, the premier retail store dedicated to vaping, your favorite substance of choice. Now, with four locations in the Boston area, in Newton, Norwood, Framingham, and Braintree. Who's your daddy? Vape Daddies, the answer. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share, and follow the In the Weeds podcast with episodes available on iTunes and the CLNS Media Network. We also create a video file available on the YouTube channel for CLNS Media. Thank you, Alex Brandon of Ralph's Organic Garden for coming in studio. It's been good to talk with you and get to know you a little bit. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Tell me a little bit about Ralph's Organic Garden, and you know the most obvious question is, if you're Alex, who's Ralph? <laughs> so Ralph is my pit bull. He's a four-and-a-half-year-old dog, and I had uh, no intention of getting a dog, but I had one of my – I came from the radio world, just like yourself, and uh, sort of more TV with you. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I did, but we all started in radio, yeah. even if you're in yeah. TV, right? Yeah. Okay. No, it's a better place to start for sure. But Absolutely. I, one of my salespeople texted me one day saying they're going to put this dog down, and uh, would you give him a week of time to let him live with you? So I did that for a week, and I fell in love with the dog, and you know, four years has gone past since then, and I love the dog, and it was just the obvious thing to name my company after. I think that's great, and I love those kind of stories about where does the the name come from. And um, I notice you don't have a logo, but you've got your name, you got his name, Ralph's, on it. So yeah, you know, I had a logo initially. I found out that you can't put cartoons on the logo. My logo was, had a picture of Ralph on there, and it was a little too close, so I decided just to play it safe, as everyone's trying to do in the early stages of the cannabis industry. And we are in the early stages of the cannabis industry here in Massachusetts, but you come from Colorado. Exactly. Which I believe was the second state in the union, California being the first to legalize it and let it go? No, 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 Washington. Oh, I for- you know, we always forget about yeah, Washington yeah. State, don't we? Well, you forgot about the Super Bowl. Remember you had the two teams from the two marijuana states playing in, in I, there? I, I um, <clears throat> The Seahawks and the we, Broncos, we, we, the we Weed tr- Bowl. That, that, that one I remember, yes. Yeah. Uh, that one I remember. <laughs> the one from this past February, I do try to forget, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> We've got a few of them here that we have to choose from, and we're hey, pretty spoiled about plenty that. Plenty things to celebrate in football world here that's in right. Boston. But so. you, were in the, you were in the media world in Colorado, in radio. What... What is the atmosphere? What's the feeling of the was did you have to sell the idea of cannabis as a good thing to Colorado or was it more accepted immediately? Um, I'd say it was 50-50 to start with. Now it's overwhelmingly accepted. It's uh, I think the most things that people were worried about is what's going to happen. What's the transition? What what are we going to see as an effect of this? There's obviously a lot of, you know, fear mongers out there telling you the world's going to come to an end, but 
it was overwhelmingly a positive thing for Colorado. You see a lot of businesses coming up in a lot of areas that nobody ever imagined in, because of cannabis. And myself included, I was in the radio world and in radio, you always talk about, you know, keep the car dealerships happy and keep the beverage, you know, Coca-Cola and uh, Budweiser happy. And, you know, and then you'll have some good advertisers, you know, the insurance companies. But cannabis came up and it was just so big. All the ancillary businesses that came up as a result of cannabis, that was my number one profit area as a general manager of a couple radio stations in a ski town. And I got to know the cannabis industry really well. And I had so much fun just working with these people. That's great. And, you know, uh, when you're part of something new and different, there is an excitement factor uh, built in. And uh, walk, walking through the, the various aisles at the New England Cannabis Convention a few weeks ago at the Heinz with 15,000 other people and 250 vendors and seminars and workshops and educational panels <laughs> – it was overwhelming. It really was incredible. I, you, you, it's an eye-opener when you see just how many people want to get into the business and the different types of businesses that are going to be part of this $2 billion in growth over the next few years here in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's uh, Everyone pictures the dispensary and thinks that the dispensary is the end-all, be-all. But there's topicals. I mean, that's just one other area. In the hemp industry, there are so many hundreds of applications for hemp from, you know, people don't know that the word canvas originally comes from the word cannabis because paper has been made for centuries out of hemp. Uh, we can make biofuels. You know, Henry Ford even made a car out of hemp. And it could run on the ethanol, essentially, that you're extracting from hemp, which is a better source of fuel than corn. That that's why I love meeting people in this business because I do I learn something every single day if not every minute when I sit down and talk with someone. Um, that's a great story. Tell us a little bit about the organic garden. Now, do you have a botanical background in any way? Did you have a green thumb as a kid? I mean, how <laughs> does one get into the fact that you're actually growing organic ingredients and then combining them? How how did you ever come up with this? Well, I love plants. I've been around it. I uh, in high school I just decided with my best friend that we we're going to go door to door and see if we could do landscaping for people. So we That can be very lucrative too. Oh, it was great. I mean, we had no idea. We started out at $10 an hour, got up to $25 an hour, then we hired the whole lacrosse team and we had uh not the whole, but 10 guys. We had mm -hmm. 10 guys working for us and 5 years, you know, we did it for 5 years, a little bit of of uh high school, a little bit of college during the summers. And, you know, it was a great business, and I really got into growing and understand what goes into making plants become, you know, healthy. And so, yeah, it was a great, really great experience for me. And obviously, it fed your entrepreneur spirit as well. So resurrecting that, if you will, with a, um, a new company uh, was not that much of a reach for you when it comes to the Ralph's Organic Garden. And by the way, does the organic garden exist and where does it exist? <laughs> so I don't actually grow any of the materials that are going into my plants nowadays. I buy them from, but I, I have a better sense now because of my landscaping background in purchasing that I'll understand a lot about the source and their growing philosophy and make sure that it aligns closely with my own. And so I think that background of landscaping 
really does carry over to a strong extent with building with making organic products for people. Now, uh, I did spend some time at the cannabis convention, and I admit I do have a black thumb. <laughs> I try. I have kept two house plants, uh, actually deck plants, alive in the house this winter for the first time in my life. Yep, they've survived. <laughs> yep. Um, in fact. Um, they're still flowering, which is just unbelievable to me. But uh, Miracle Grow uh, is a great sub is a great product. Mm-hmm. When I made that analogy to Mammoth, which is one of those products that you can uh, make your buds bigger, and they laughed at you, didn't they? They did. She not <laughs> laughed at me. She gave me a look like she was going to kill me yep. for making that analogy yep. because, of course, as you know, it's all scientifically based and it's nothing like Miracle. Well, Miracle Grow that's Monsanto. So a lot of the people that are really in the industry and really like believe in getting all the details right and making everything healthy. It just it doesn't align with the miracle grow sort of uh, approach. I understand. I'm, I'm, I was dumbing it down and, admit, and admitting I was dumbing it down, I might yep. add. Uh, so there are all sorts of products that you can uh, put in your soil, uh, feed your plants, your weeds to make them better. But walk me through the ingredients because I've used other salves before. Mm-hmm. I have used yours. I managed to walk through the aisle, met you, put it on my little tendonitis left wrist. Mm-hmm. And wow, all of a sudden that pain went away for an hour or two. I was actually pretty pleased. So yeah. I went online to Ralph's Gardens. Is it ralphsgardens.com? What is ralphsgarden.com. Ralphsgarden.com. That's where I found it, yep. amazingly <laughs> enough. Put my credit card in, bang, uh, ordered it and got some. And, and I within, appreciate that, by the couple, way. I bet you do. <laughs> and, um, but t- walk me through the ingredients because there's yeah. another thing. There is one thing I'm going to tell you about your product that, you know, I'm 60 years old. Mm-hmm. When you get older... Reading a font the size of a pin is extremely difficult to do. Which is why more information is on the website, of course. But uh, Exactly. So th- essentially, there's the, pro- the products get broken down into three categories. You got your base lotion, right? So it's a solve, which is the same thing as a lotion, except it means it's oil-based. It's like Tiger Balm, as, as far as the texture goes, if anybody knows what Tiger Balm is. Is that something that – or do you not like that uh, analogy like miracle Grow? <laughs> I'd say that's fair. Okay. Um, you know, the base, I, I do stay organic with the base material, so that's important. And mm-hmm. so you want something that's absorbent, not overly oily, um, something that feels good on your skin. Mm-hmm. And then so the next step is the essential oils. So I use five essential oils. Um, what you're smelling is a lavender eucalyptus. If you have a very fine palate, you can smell a little bit of the chamomile. The marigold doesn't really have too much of a smell, but it helps with the healing. And uh, Arnica is really the big of the essential oils. That's the big factor. Arnica really has some amazing healing qualities. What is Arnica? Arnica is a flower. These are all flowers that, okay. you know, for the most part, you find in your backyard. Most people don't have eucalyptus trees around here. but it's, <laughs> No, uh, they don't. But beyond that, you know, lavender is something you find in a lot of gardens around the Boston area. And it's an amazing, amazing flower that uh, it's very good for the skin. You rub it in and, Yeah. And it does have that magic ingredient of CBD extract from organically grown hemp. Exactly. So I've had doctors in here. I've had general managers of dispensaries, CEOs of dispensaries. We've talked about the CBD. um, I don't know if it's a revolution, but it's certainly out there. People recognize that that is the anti-inflammatory component to the cannabis leaf, to the cannabis flower. 
Exactly. I mean, essentially what you're finding is in the cannabis family of plants, there's about around roughly 150 cannabinoids. So each of these are active ingredients that have their own unique effects. And most people are familiar with THC. If you've done a little bit more research, you might know about CBD. But the rest of them are largely unstudied. We know that they have some sort of effect, but we don't know exactly what they do. Um, so when you're talking about the psychedelic effects, the, you know, the high. The psychoactive. Psychoactive. Is a great way to describe. So what, there's, yeah. I do not see THC in here. There's no THC because um, everybody thinks, oh, my God, I'm going to yeah. rub this on me, and I'm going to get high. And <laughs> it like, doesn't no. get you high. <laughs> it Stop doesn't get it. you high. Gosh. When you talk about the medical uh, benefits of cannabis, you're typically talking about the CBD. That's what helps with the pain relieving, the anxiety, depending on how you apply it. Um, so my product is using CBD in topical form. And so in topical form, it helps as an antioxidant. It's also an antiseptic and an anti-inflammatory uh, product, exactly. So let me let me read because I can read. <laughs> I have progressives, yeah. so I can read the the back label in this this font the size of a, a pin. Okay, <laughs> Ralph's Garden naturally blends the healing qualities of cannabis with invigorating essential oils. To help you maintain your active lifestyle, apply a liberal amount directly to aches and pains, massage gently until absorbed, repeat twice daily for external use only. Not bad for a 60-year-old guy. Am I right? <laughs> I could read that. Awesome. <laughs> and it came out great, and I'm sure you spent hours and hours and hours of coming up with exactly how to describe it. That's kind of like your the elevator pitch on your product. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And uh, so the essentially, essentially the reason for the essential oils is there's something known as the entourage effect, where the terpenes from these various flowers complement the CBD and work together. And so for various things such as bruises, some of the, the marigold might help. Or for aches and pains, the, the arnica might help. And so the cumulative effect of these flowers with the CBD is why you have the healing. Now, people would probably want to know, where do you get this? Obviously, you can go online. Mm-hmm. Give the plug. Go ahead. Yeah, ralphsgarden.com. I mean, that's the... That's where I'm selling it online. There's also various stores picking it up around the Boston area. Uh, my top selling store is the Hempist on Newberry Street, but Cambridge Naturals uh, up in Cambridge is a great store. Uh, down in Jamaica Plain, there's Fresh Hair, Body Fits You Studio on the edge of Charlestown and Somerville, mm-hmm. and then the 7-Eleven in the North End. I love that. Yeah. The 7-Eleven <laughs> in the North End yeah. carries Ralph's Organic Garden Salve. Oh, it's a hip 7-Eleven. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it is. And, of course, you're, you're, you're right in the middle of a wellness boom, and cannabis uh, becoming a more legitimate product out there is also taking advantage of the wellness boom mm-hmm. that we're seeing. And people are far more conscious and conscientious now of what they put in their body and on their body. You think you've got a good product at the right time? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the timing is everything in business. And uh, I I think it's a a combination of two things. First of all, the opioid epidemic has just been insane. It's... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, do- scary. You know, people, doctors are very concerned about patients leaving their hospitals in pain. And so they've pretty liberally prescribed opioids. 
And it's, you know, generally been an okay thing. But there's a subset of the population who takes some and then they, they're, let's be honest, we're all overprescribed when we get them. You know, if you have some basic thing, I got a cut on my on my hand one time that I needed three stitches for, they gave me a month worth of Percocet. Oh, my God. And it just, it was crazy. And, uh, you know, it wasn't necessary. I maybe took, you know, two the first day, but it wasn't that much pain. I just needed to stop the bleeding. You know, that was the main thing. And then scarring does is sore and and is painful. Don't Let's not take away from it. But, I mean, it's really not that big of a deal. And uh, they still did that for me. And for a lot of people, that's had negative consequences. You know, it's it's once you're hooked on, you know, Percocet or Oxycontin, Mm -hmm. then... People go on to either continuing a heavy, you know, very expensive, very, you know, problematic addiction, or they go to heroin, right. frankly. Or, Which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Those are bad drugs, people. Do not <laughs> mess with them, okay? Yeah. Cannabis is fine in moderation. It's fun. You, you're never going to get addicted to it. People think you can get addicted to it. You can become mentally dependent on it because you enjoy the experience you create with the product. And some very important studies have come out quite recently showing that every state that has legalized cannabis has shown a reduction in opioid in the opioid epidemic. It's been you know a remarkable finding that essentially it's a combination of two things. One doctors want some way to give people some pain relief. So then they can recommend to a lot of people that maybe you should check out cannabis. Maybe you should try this. And in other in other factors, people are just go to it on their own, and they start using this as an alternative and to much better effect. You're not going to ruin your life using a, a hemp topical, something natural that grows out of the earth. Exactly, and it's been talked exactly. about for years and years and years. We're talking with Alex Brandon of Ralph's Organic Garden, <laughs> who uh, is out there with his CBD salve, and you can get it in a couple of nice wellness stores and a Seven Eleven in the North End. Yeah, exactly. How cool is that? <laughs> uh, and you can also get it online as well. Uh, one of the things you did want to touch on was the Massachusetts cannabis culture, which I guess is starting to evolve. The medical program has been around now. I think. For we're in our third year, mm-hmm. and July 1st is going to be the date that the first dispensaries and some of the first licensees are going to be able to offer the product to the general public without a medicinal card. What do you think is going to be going on in this area in that first month, middle of the summer, I might add, right around the 4th of July, I might add? <laughs> is it going to be a, a – I mean, are we going to see it? It's going to lead the news. You know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then what? I don't think you're going to see anything too different than what you've seen in the past. <clears throat> it's uh, – the medical dispensaries and the you know recreational dispensaries coming online are mostly going to take a dent out of the black market. Let's be honest, pot exists. Yes, not, and, and it has existed for generations, if not centuries. Exactly, and sort of when prohibition ended with alcohol, uh, they legalized and illegalized the wrong drug there, as we recognize alcohol being a far more dangerous substance. Right, and. And more people did drink after it became legal and I, than before. And I think you're going to see some of that as well in the cannabis industry where some people are going to be, now that the stigma is removed, you're going to see a, a, a slight increase in use. But mostly what we're seeing is a reduction in the black market. And I think that is so crucial because teenagers are using this stuff. College students are using this. Everyday people are using this stuff. And we're trusting the cartels, the gangs, to supply it to our population. 
And there's been, because that's the way it's been done for generations and decades. Let's face it. Exactly. And if I'm going to be using something, I want to make sure it's coming. It is what it says it is on the label. Right. I want it to be safe. I want to make sure there's no mold on it. That's a major thing that ha- can happen in cannabis, especially grown here in a humid environment. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that the dosing is right, that it's not you know laced with anything. I mean, that's a scary concern when you're talking about some very dangerous people. It Being was, the middleman. Right. And it was it was scary back in the day, too. You yeah. know, it, it's funny how we both mentioned, and I, I've talked about this before, uh, this is an adult-use product. It is designed by law to be used by the 21 and over populace. Of course. Anybody who knows anything about sociology <laughs> and society knows that there are underage drinkers and there are underage smokers. It's been going on for generations. Get your head out of the sand if you don't recognize that. To me, once again, that puts an awful lot of pressure on the parents of the children under the age of 21 to educate their young people, their children, about both of these adult products. And if you compare one to the other, let's face it, the alcohol product, which is accepted in our society far more than the herb product, the cannabis product, they, everybody feels like they know, oh, this is alcohol. If you do it in moderation, you should be okay. And they're not wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a glass of red wine a day has kept many, many humans alive for a long time. Oh, of course. The young people, however, and you're younger than I am, so I'm going to put you <laughs> into that, that category. You're almost half my age, in fact. Um, <laughs> that they drink alcohol to get drunk, which is the same reason why a lot of people who try cannabis to get high, to get that psychoactive component. But when you, when you put that much alcohol into a young brain, it can be very, very harmful. The parent, again, has to understand this whole concept before they sit down and talk with the kid. And by the way, the kids can even educate the parents on this because sometimes the parents don't know. It's, it's going to be a fascinating development. I, I've already heard that on some college campuses, the alcohol use is going down and the cannabis use is about the same as it always has been. To me, that's a positive thing. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't advocate any of this stuff for kids. It's just... Uh, Define kid. What's a kid? You're a kid. Okay, <laughs> sorry, pal. 21 and younger. 21 I, and younger. Yeah, okay, so are, course, we talking, course, course. are we talking 13 to 21? We, we start, you know, but you're right. I mean, there is the reality that kids are experimenting with this stuff and to try... Because to, they're told not to. And it is... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're told. It's cool. And every kid yeah, is going... I was there. You I was know, one of them. Right. I, me too. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, deny not, it. Not I too. all that long ago. That's, well, mine was a long <laughs> time ago. But still, point being, when you tell a child not to touch the oven because it's hot, the child is saying, gee, I wonder what that hot really means. I got to just... I'm going to just put my little finger on it and tell... Ooh, that's hot. Now you know what hot is. That's a learning experience. I think it's also important to understand the importance of education and all this. Because, 100%. Because people aren't just using cannabis to get high. And that's one of the Correct. important distinctions and understanding the <clears throat> difference between CBD and THC and CBN and some of the other cannabinoids. 
Uh, CBD has been shown to provide a lot of benefits to a lot of children that are having with epilepsy and other serious conditions. Yeah. It doesn't get them high, but they're they're able to reduce the number of seizures. And there's not enough medical research on why this is happening. And I, I understand that you're you've interviewed a doctor recently who mm-hmm. would probably be a more appropriate person to get into the how this all works. Mm-hmm. But it's it's amazing some of the medical benefits that you're able to see from cannabis. I mean, um, older people who are having, you know, Alzheimer's and things like that or, or in chronic pain are now able to use CBD. And it's not psychoactive. It doesn't – it might make you feel a little bit more relaxed and, but, and you know, less anxiety. But there's no real medical – there's no real, you know, effect. Harm for it. There's yeah. no harm. You're not impaired in any way. Your judgment is not altered. And so it's it's an important thing to understand the different strains of marijuana or cannabis or hemp are all going to affect you in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, of course, now they are at least twice, if not three times, as strong as they were decades ago back in the day when an undiagnosed young person from Newton, Massachusetts, was using it on a somewhat regular basis so I could focus in the classroom. It helped me with my focus issues. And yes, I have ADHD. (laughs) And I was still able to get into a pretty damn good school called Tufts University and graduate, I might add. So, you know, I'm not saying that everything I've done has been right at all. I'm not saying that at all. Needless to say, that means I was breaking the law. And by the way, we're still breaking a federal law, but we are going to make this a political free zone. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Back to the culture. Um, There are people in there and the baby boomer world that, like myself, that have uh, used it back in the 60s and 70s and 80s. the, The people that are not and that haven't used it at all are getting exposed to this. And therein lies a whole new frontier, especially for the over 70, 75 plus populace that is using it for pain relief, for uh, helping with memory, for uh, a lot of whatever these positive things that cannabis can do for you. How important is it to balance that older generation with perhaps the 21-year-old, 22-year-old who's growing up with it? It's going to be crazy, isn't it? Come on. Oh, it's it, also a great way to bring people together. Oh, it is. It definitely is. And, you know, from a growing standpoint, as a grower, understanding the process that goes into growing, it's changed so remarkably over since the 1960s weed that people were having. Mm-hmm. You know, the genetics, they, back then, first off, they only knew about two strains of cannabis. They knew about indica and sativa. But now ruderalis has come out, and it's uh, it's a Russian variety that has... <laughs> Wait a second. The Russians are now getting involved in this. They're involved in our politics. They're yeah. involved in our economy. I know. And now they're coming into the cannabis <laughs> industry. What yeah. is going on? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, would you use that word again? Because I'll be honest, I've never heard of it. Oh, ruderalis. It's, uh, it's, it's not that exciting in itself, right? Okay. It's, uh, it's ditch weed that doesn't really have any quality in its own. But it has one important factor. It's called autoflowering where it doesn't need – because you figure a Russian summer is very short. So this plant needs to flower throughout the growth cycle instead of just at the end. Okay. So you merge this, you blend it with some of the other you know, indica and sativa varieties, and suddenly you have a weed that's, that doesn't grow, need to grow as tall, doesn't need to you – know, it starts just flowering throughout the cycle. So you might get three or four blooms before their end. 
And so it's not there yet. They haven't really gotten it to the point yet where it's, it's you know, strong and flowering multiple times. But you wait five years, they're going to be there. Incredible. Yeah. What is going to happen in this industry in five years? Is, <laughs> oh, it's nuts. It, it, it's, it boggles the brain. I mean, I saw what happened with microbreweries over the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. Right? And now there's a microbrewery on every corner in every town. I... You know, do I think that's going to happen in the cannabis world? Maybe not as quickly, mm-hmm. but it's going to happen. Yeah, we already have the Germans trying to catch up with Germans us now. Germans now, too! <laughs> you know, I mean, talk. we used to, 10 years ago, talk about the Germans as the best beer in the world, and now they're thinking, well, maybe our laws of only four ingredients are outdated. Maybe we need to catch up with some of these citrus and other various flavors that Americans are doing. Well, it would be one of the few trends that they actually get from us because uh, we, you know, we, we, for some reason, the United States always wants to be the best and different from the rest of the world. Yep. No matter what it is. Okay. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Hey, uh, Alex, uh, I want to wrap this up. This was great. Uh, I learned something. In fact, I think I learned two or three things, which is magnificent in a half an hour. Look what the rest of my day is going to be like. That, that, I'm <laughs> thrilled. Uh, Alex Brandon from Ralph's Organic Garden. You can get it at ralphsgarden.com. Absolutely. And you can say hello to his dog, Ralph, uh, at any time. I'm sure there's a contact us kind of a info ad or whatever it yeah, is re- online. Reach out to me. I have a message section. I do check it every day. So, you know, whether you just want to give me some ideas or you want to just meet for coffee and have, you know, exchange some ideas you're trying to get into the industry too. I, or if you want to try out the product, you can order it there. So ralphsgarden.com. There you go. And it is available. And I appreciate uh, the fact that I'm using it and I've had some decent success with it. Um, I will say the one thing that the doctor who was in here, Dr. Jordan Tischler, I'm going to tell, tell you who he is. He does not believe so much in the science behind the oil combination and the hemp and the, and the CBD. But he did say, if you rub something on you and the pain goes away and there's a placebo effect, awesome. Use it. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> Actually, that'll be a great way to kind of wrap yeah, if, this up. If, if you can manage your pain through some organic plant supplements, it's uh, – it's a much better alternative than going to some really hard, you know, opioids that, you know, have some really terrible consequences. So I recommend you try this product and see if it works for you. There you go. So that'll do it for In the Weeds, brought to you by Vape Daddies, now with four locations in the greater Boston area for all of your vaping needs and questions. Remember to subscribe to In the Weeds on clnsmedia.com. For Alex Brandon of Ralph's Organic Garden, I'm Jimmy Young. Thanks for listening to In the Weeds. In the Weeds is a podcast produced at the studios of Little Park Media in Wellesley, Massachusetts, for the listening enjoyment of our audience. None of the opinions or advice on this program should should be considered medical advice or a substitute for seeing a certified medical marijuana practitioner or your local physician. All opinions and thoughts on this show do not necessarily represent the management of CLNS Media Group or Little Park Media.